This is a GRDC podcast. One of the main aphid species found in canola crops is the cabbage aphid, and growers have a new tool to help manage this pest. It's a smartphone app called Crop Scout, developed by WA's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development with investment from GRDC. And growers can use it to optimise spray timing and even target areas of aphid infestation within a crop. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley, and in today's podcast, DPIRD entomologist Dusty Sivetson talks to Deb Bishop about the app and aphids. Here's Dusty. Yeah, cabbage aphids are a very common problem, particularly in spring, um, but they're not a problem in every crop and in every year, so um, it kind of depends on temperatures as well. So the aphids are very temperature dependent. On warm days, um, when things are drying out, they can really build up to very high populations. And so what that does to the plants, particularly um, as a spring pest, is we get flower abortion, um, we get reduced seed set, and we get um, often quite heavy stunting on plants. Now, the problem can be easily over or underestimated. Um, so this clearly highlights a need for some pretty close cropping monitoring and determining the thresholds as well, I suppose, for control. Yeah, well, in the space of thresholds and trying to target our insecticide sprays um, in space and, and time to try and get the timing right, the fact that we're getting, we're monitoring crops quite inaccurately, um, you know, we wanted to come up with some sort of solution to that. So we really looked into um, how accurate can we get relative to how much effort do we actually need to put into um, monitoring cabbage aphids and so we came up with the Crop Scout app um, which was kind of an offshoot of a GRDC project that looked at how can we optimize monitoring for for cabbage aphids and um, we produced a sequential sampling plan for that which basically says we can with a set level of accuracy say five or ten percent error um, we can say that um, relative to the threshold, which at the moment is 20% of plants infested with cabbage aphids in good growing conditions, um, how, how many do we need before we, we really need to think about spraying? So um, there's a couple of opportunities here in the sense that what we found was that they distributed themselves quite heavily along crop edges, um, often in, in really, really high numbers without moving inwards. Um, unless the plants either got stressed or were dying. And so this sort of spatial distribution is what we're looking at to try and target them um, either along the edges, maybe one or two boom spray widths, um, often we'd get away with. Um, and that, that sort of thing I think is very important moving forward um, in, in terms of um, sort of precision crop protection. So Dusty, do these apps and, and traps for, for rapid and improved aphid detection, I suppose, that can help us optimise that spray time and target, does that kind of help in the long run to reduce the risk of further developing any pesticide resistance or overuse of pesticides? Absolutely. I think um, well, sort of the, one of the main foundations of, of integrated pest management is to sort of get as much fuel intelligence as you can and optimise your spray choice and your spray timing, um, all of those things combined um, and also with um, chemical rotation um, certainly helps us to, to manage any onset of insecticide resistance. So we, with the cabbage aphids we have an opportunity here where we haven't in Australia detected any resistance to the ins commonly used insecticides that we have, but it, they certainly have overseas, so we have an opportunity 
here to manage it now before before that happens and we start losing these chemistries. So looking into the paddock itself, what signs, what symptoms uh, might be present that growers can look out for? Yeah, so with, with canola, there's, there's really three main aphid species that we, that we need to worry about, and that's the cabbage aphid, the turnip aphid, and the green peach aphid. The green peach aphid is probably more notorious for as an early season pest and for vectoring viruses in canola. But in, in, in the spring, the scenario we have is really the cabbage and turnip aphids will be found um, predominantly on the, on the raceme. So you can see them um, on the raceme terminals, often on the primary um, stem actually. Um, but so the, ca the cabbage aphids are quite um, gray and, and sometimes dark, so that can really help even just driving past a crop. You can see these clusters of aphids. So they're very, they cluster heavily together. Turnip aphids are green, so they're a little bit harder to see. Um, but then with green peach aphids, they're generally, unless the crops are stressed, they're generally on the, on the lower leaves and less of a problem during spring. But certainly in terms of detection, um, we recommend that you start at crop edges, particularly areas that you think are problem areas. Either they've, they've been near, uh, near a green bridge, been in sort of a, a weedy area. Start there, have a look, and if you, if you don't find any there, they're probably less likely to be further in the paddock. But certainly as you go around the edges and you find um, hot spots of cabbage aphids um, on the edges, go a little further inwards, 20, 30 meters inwards, and see if they're there because there might be a heavy edge effect um, that you could take advantage of. Now, um, we talked about spraying uh, earlier, but the, the cost of control and, and damage to crop yields, I mean, is, can you put a figure on that or an estimate on that that we're looking at? Um, for cabbage aphids, it, it's, very, it's quite affordable. Um, generally, we recommend people use um, an active called perimicarb, so it, it, it tends to work very well and in temperatures above 20, around 20, um, it has a, a fumigant effect, so it works really well in, in cleaning those up. Having said that, it's good to monitor crops, make sure you have them and, and look at, look at um, sort of threshold levels, because where growers get caught out is they spray and then they, the crop gets reinfested um, with aphids soon after and they have to keep going, whereas one, one well-timed spray is often what we get away with. Okay, so frequency of spray then, you, you're, you're avoiding that, necessi that necessity. That's right, yeah. Okay. Um, research into this, into this problem, um, clearly it's an important aspect, isn't it, for growers? Yes, definitely, yeah. I think going forward there's a lot of things we can do in this space, particularly with um, improved field surveillance. So sort of taking a step back from just going into the crop and having a look, um, we've, we've looked at a lot of different sort of um, automated devices, sort of automated imaging devices where we're imaging sticky traps to see are there aphids around um, without us having to be in the paddock and then as soon as we do detect aphids then we can start monitoring. So it really optimizes um, our effort I think and we don't have to be in the paddock um, when, when the pests really aren't there. I think that's, that's really important going forward. So what are the better monitoring systems, or why, why are better monitoring systems needed? Well, for aphids particularly, early in the season we have this scenario where virus infection can't be um, treated, it has to be prevented. So that's a, that's a really important space where we're looking at the aphid flights and the presence of the virus in the aphid. One of our researchers, Ben Congdon, is looking at that in our virology group, and he's um, very successfully detected the, the virus in the aphid before it's even hit the crop using an in-field uh, molecular tool called LAMP. Um, that's been very successful. And I think going forward, we can certainly use things like, um, even sticky traps are really good for detecting 
um, aphids, even before they've hit, hit the crop, before they become a problem um, and need to, be, need to be, be monitored. So in summary, can you give us a, a snapshot perhaps for growers, uh, that, that management toolkit that you would um, best advise that they apply? Yeah, so I think management for cabbage aphids um, particularly is um, look into the thresholds to really try and, and get away with just one spray if you have to, but often in many, many years, um, they really don't amount to anything and they, they get wiped out by wasps and they get the aphids often get wiped out by um, just natural um, fungal infections, particularly after a, a heavy rain. And um, it's sort of, it becomes a, a waste of time to actually apply an insecticide. Um, so I think moving forward, it's a case of just preventing unnecessary sprays or poorly timed sprays. Poorly timed sprays might give you a secondary or even a third aphid outbreak that you've got to deal with. Um, and just, just to be um, a bit more accurate in that space, I think, going forward. Deep herd entomologist Dusty Severtson. You'll find more information on detecting and monitoring cabbage aphids and a description of the Crop Scout app's features in GRDC's update papers, which you'll find online when you search the GRDC website for cabbage aphid. I'm Tony Crowley, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.